I'm off to school. I thought I'd talk about this today. School holidays have just started in the UK and a number of youngsters have left Josh's school to go on to the next stage in their lives. I found myself hoping for all of them that their next step will be positive and will be as nurturing as their school has been. I wish them all the very best and it made me think about Max when he was in the exact same situation two years ago. Max left the school in 2019. His final two years saw me spend time going round looking at other provisions for him. Not every op- option was open to him because he does have very significant learning difficulties and is non-verbal. He also lacks motivation and doesn't always see the purpose in doing things, so it wasn't an easy task. I think fundamentally I felt a college wasn't an option. It's very difficult to know what he understands due to the fact that he is non-verbal and really only tries to communicate his immediate wants and needs. However, I needed to look at a variety of settings because it was the only way you could walk in there with him in mind and look at every provision in a focused and open-minded way. I ruled colleges out quite quickly because I cannot see that he would be able to work in the future and a future education in terms of qualifications wasn't really an option for him. At the time we were assigned a family support worker along with members of the transition team who collated mine and teachers' views in terms of deciding what next step should be. I decided to go down the route of a very structured life centre and I'm really glad I did. Max attends daily although there has been disruption at times due to COVID and sometimes staffing issues. He travels by transport and he's picked up at 8.30am and returns home at a quarter to five each day. It's a long day and at the end of each day I read his home book to see what he's been up to and I in turn respond to staff in case there are things I need to communicate. It's a life centre built on the basis of CABAS methodology. It works well for Max because he started off life on a verbal behaviour programme before he went to school. The reason we chose the centre was because it reminded me of his programme. We started the programme when he was 27 months and the things he learned in terms of language, because he did learn some sign language, are the signs he still uses today. That made me consider the life centre because his earlier experience on a programme meant that he was capable of learning and retaining things and I felt that was the most evidence I had of his ability to be able to learn in a way that was relevant and accessible to him. The journey we had was a challenging one in order to attain a place at the centre. The family support worker that was assigned to us was encouraging us to go down a route where Max would have left home and would have gone into a residential setting with a carer. That was completely not an option for me. Yes, he was getting older and stronger, but we are nowhere near contemplating not having him with us right now. I refused this as an option, and I decided on the life centre so that he would have a structure and would remain at home. The decision went to the wire. It was quite a challenge on a number of fronts. I was asked to apply for universal credit for him. Because the first question I was asked was whether he would be able to fund his own place at the life centre. I was a bit surprised by that. And with an air of almost incredulity, I reminded the inquirer that he had been in full-time education up until July 2019. How on earth would he have funding? I've never been to the job centre before, so I walked in there and filled in the necessary paperwork for the application as I believe the original plan was that the local authority would ask for a contribution for Max's benefits towards his day centre. 
I was assigned a contact at the job centre and I literally burst into tears when she said that we would have to wait for 10 months for Max to be assessed to prove that he was severely autistic before he'd be granted universal credit. I really did feel at that time that the life centre placement would be at risk. As it turned out, all the professionals that have known Max all of his life were duly contacted and asked for their perspective on Max and whether he would be employable. The 10-month assessment process never happened in his case. His diagnosis at the age of 27 months and the input he has had all his life was living testament to the fact that this young man was not trying to fraudulently claim for benefits that he was not entitled to. I got a call literally the week before he was due to start at the Life Centre and it wasn't our usual family support worker. She had left. The new family support worker had contacted me for the first time on the morning of panel meeting to discuss Max's case and all she had was his file. I had taken the opportunity to write a letter for the previous family support worker explaining Max's history but it never found its way to Max's file. With literally hours to go I found the letter and forwarded it to the new person and I asked her to read it to the panel because it was the easiest and quickest way of explaining his history. The letter was a heartfelt plea from me, reminding the local authority that I had never asked anything of them previously. And I was now asking them to step up for a young man who needed help, who didn't have an abundance of opportunities open to him, who had struggled with mental health and anxiety, and above all else he needed the opportunity to continue to develop and have a life that could be fulfilling and supported. The panel met at 2pm. And at 2.45pm, I had a call back. Panel approved. I cried again, this time with relief and complete joy that this part of the journey had been at an end. I took Max on his first day, August the 18th, 2019, and I smiled. It felt as though he was just going back to the process that he had started his journey with autism on, and it just felt right. The centre are doing a tremendous job with Max. When I need to drive there to pick him up, I sit outside in the car park and I can see him studiously engaged in tasks through the window. It's a feeling like no other. I now have to start that process with Josh, but we'll take you through it as we go. And to any parent finding themselves in a similar situation, trust your instinct and you won't go wrong.